Hello and welcome to another episode of the Fairface Podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Sorensen, founder and CEO of Fairface Washcloths for Sensitive Skin. I'm so happy you're here to join me as we talk all things sensitive skin, wellness, and even a little small business. Now on to the episode. Hello, and welcome back to a very special episode of the Fairface Podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking with a very special guest, Patty Robinson. She is a licensed esthetician and founder and sole proprietor of Sapphire Skincare and Healing in Portland, Oregon. Patty will be answering some of the most common questions around preteen and teen skincare, and I'm so excited to have her on the podcast. She teaches skincare classes for preteens and teens and offers a private, high quality skincare experience for each client, including males and females. Patty also happens to be one of our wonderful Fairface Washcloths customers, and she's also our very first official podcast guest. So that's very exciting. I'm so happy to have her joining me today and really appreciate her taking the time to share her knowledge and experience around this very important subject. And in case you haven't listened to part one of this series, um, I would recommend going and listening to that. I share the results from a survey I put out about how many of us actually got any advice or instruction on how to care for our skin when we were young and as well as how important this information is for kids in this age group because their skin really does affect um, their their feelings of self-esteem and self-worth. So be sure to go back and listen to part one on the teens and tweens episode. Um, But for now, let's go ahead and let me share with you my wonderful conversation with Patty Robinson. Well, let's just go ahead and we'll get started. Okay. So hi, Patty. It's so nice to finally get a chance to talk to you. Of course. Thank you so much for having me, Shannon. It's such a pleasure to be here. Well, I'm excited to have you here and really appreciate it. Well, let's go ahead. I wondered if, first of all, you could kind of introduce yourself so we could get to know you a little bit and about your business. Sure. Um, So I actually grew up in a family of six girls, if you can believe that. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) And I had the worst skin of all of us. Oh. So lucky me, right? (laughs) I I had acne as a teenager and on into my, I want to say, Mm mid-30s until I started experimenting with my diet. Um, And once I significantly reduced my sugar intake, my acne actually improved quite a bit. Wow. Um, Yeah, so that was, that was interesting. Yeah. Um, And then how I ended up in the skincare business is a bit convoluted. My college degree was in dietetics, Mm. but I actually spent most of my career in financial services. Oh, okay. Um, I, I was looking for a job um, in dietetics, but they weren't to be found mm. when I was looking. And mm. so I thought, well, I'll just go into banking for a little bit until things start 
um, changing. And then I discovered that I really like financial services um, with all the data and the management and the people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I just stayed in that as a career, but it was pretty stressful at times. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. So then about 12 years ago, I decided to set myself up to have a stress-free job that I could enjoy in my later years. Mm-hmm. And, and with my history of skin issues, helping others resolve their skin problems made perfect sense to me. So I ended up attending an amazing night school program to become a licensed esthetician. And it was right down the road from where I worked. Oh, that is awesome. Which was just, you know, synchronistic, like a sign that it was meant to be. Oh, yeah. (laughs) How long did the program take? Oh, it was a year. Oh, a year. Okay. Yeah, actually, it was 11 months, because it was the very, very last class that they were teaching in Portland. So I opened Sapphire Skin after I graduated in November of 2011. That is so great. Were you able to run both at the same time as when you still had your financial job? I, I did. I juggled it for six years. Oh, wow. Until I gave up the financial services job and did Sapphire full time. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, that sounds incredible. That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, I'm sure we we have a lot of customers from Oregon, so I hope that cool. they will be listening to this and will be able to check out your services. Honestly, if I lived closer, I would be coming over. Aww, yeah, <laughs> I love it. It doesn't even feel like a job. Oh, that's the best kind of work, right? Yes. Well, let's jump in to the most common questions around preteen and teen skincare because I know I mean for me this is information I could definitely have benefited from back when I was this age and um, I do have nieces and nephews that are growing up that could definitely benefit from this I guess the first question I would ask is what age do you think kids should start a skincare routine so this is my opinion in school we didn't have any section on preteen and teen skincare. Oh, right? okay. Mm-hmm. So um, this is all just coming from what I believe and sure. um, how I treat clients today. Okay. But, so honestly, if a child is willing and able to face, I believe no age is too early to start them. So even at the age of, you know, six or seven, you mm-hmm. can't do any harm to the skin and the skin will just be more healthy for it. Okay. So, but otherwise, if they don't initiate a desire, you'll want to make sure that they have a consistent routine in place by the time they start showing signs of puberty, which may or may not include the onset of acne. Yeah, I can definitely see that. So I would start with a very basic routine for them of a chair. Um, and a gentle moisturizer, and of course, sunscreen if it's necessary um, in the morning as their morning routine, and then a cleanser and moisturizer at night. Okay. And as they grow older, if their skin starts being problematic with um, signs of acne, you can always introduce a 
targeted serum like vitamin C is just a fantastic serum for everyone for different reasons. Oh, um, okay. Or you could uh, go with a gentle enzyme exfoliant, but nothing aggressive like a harsh scrub. Okay. One of my nieces is, a, she's 11 going on 12 right now. And my sister tried to start her kind of just on a simple skincare routine just to kind of get that in place as she was reaching, you know, 12, 13. Uh-huh. And it was a struggle for her to keep encouraging her to do that. So what do you think you should do if a parent has all of these pieces in place and their child still just is resistant to it for whatever reason? Right. So in this case, I suggest starting slower and more simple. So Mm -hmm. with a minimal routine of maybe just cleansing in the evening first for a while, because Mm -hmm. that that evening cleansing because they've been outside, they've been playing. Um, And then when they've been cleansing for a while, then I would say gradually add a moisturizer to that evening routine. And then once it seems like they're really getting into the groove of that evening routine, you can start um, establishing and introducing a similar morning practice. Oh, okay. Yeah, Um, that's, that's good to know. Yeah, so that would be my suggestion. And then also, you can make their routines fun, like entice them with some fun stuff like um, soft plush headbands, or um, colorful ponytail holders. Mm-hmm. I don't mean to be sexist. I mean, right. <laughs> boys could have long hair and sure. need to pull their hair back into ponytails. Right, um, sure. And then, of course, you must have a soft flannel fair face washcloth. <laughs> well, thank you for that plug. <laughs> we think yeah. so. <laughs> well, that is great. I will definitely pass this. Well, I'm sure my sister will listen to this episode because I know I just know it's important to get started, but it's tricky when there's a little resistance. So to simplify, that makes a lot of sense to try to do that and to make sure that it it seems somewhat fun. Yeah. (laughs) Well, let's jump to um, the second question then um, that many people want to know is what gentle skincare products really are best for preteens and teens? And can all age groups use the same products or do we need to break it down into two different groups, like the younger preteens and the older teens? Mm-hmm. Um, no, in my opinion, you don't need to have separate products for preteens versus teens. Okay. But more importantly, the focus should be on using gentle products, as you say, and the products need to address and be suitable for the child's skin type. I mean, normally this age, there's usually skin sensitivity, but there could also be the start of acne, there could be the start of eczema. Mm. Um, So if they do have skincare issues, you want to make sure to use products that are not only gentle, but address the issue at hand. Okay. And I'll have to share my favorite line right now is an Australian line called Rococo Botanicals. And it's, um, it's not only manufactured in Australia, but also New Zealand and the United States. Okay. 
And the owner, her name is Jacine Drummond. She's a cosmetic chemist and an educator. Mm. And she's constantly keeping up with ingredient studies and either updating her formulations or creating new products as necessary to resolve certain skin issues. Wow, that sounds wonderful. Um, and I think that's a problem in the industry. This is, again, just my own opinion. And I, sure. But I, I feel like the skincare lines on the market today just aren't keeping up with the science. And um, yeah, the science of certain ingredients and what they can help and just the science of the skin as well. Yeah. Also, her philosophy, Jacine, her philosophy is that you don't have to be aggressive to resolve or enhance the health of the skin. Mm, I like and that. I do, too. I just completely agree with that. Mm -hmm. you, ne you never want to dehydrate or irritate the skin, mm -hmm. no matter what the skin condition is. Right. And so many people think harsher ingredients or scrubbing the skin will help get rid of the irritation or whatever is happening and it should I'm guessing it's the opposite really it's, that you should be doing exactly mm -hmm. yeah it's a common issue I think in products these days um, so the Rococo lines obviously they're all not irritating and they're not dehydrating they're very mm -hmm. calming um, but they're just because they're Hydrating and calming doesn't mean that they're not effective. They're extremely mm -hmm. effective because she's done all this research about what are helpful ingredients and mm -hmm. what does help this skin issue versus another. Yeah. And then her line, this is another issue with product lines these days. Her, her line is completely non-communogenic except for two products that are geared towards more dry and aged skin. So non-communogenic, meaning um, the products do not have ingredients that are scientifically known to cause a breakout. Oh, okay. And that science is changing, and she keeps up with all that. Like, what was thought to cause breakouts, you know, 10 years ago, mm -hmm. maybe is proven to not be, and then vice versa. So yeah. You really got to keep um, keep in touch with uh, what the latest science is. Yeah. Where can you find these products? Just Google Rococo Botanicals. Okay. And of course, I carry the line as well. And can oh, yes. Place orders and drop ship for people and make suggestions. Oh, um, even better. I can do some consulting online and choose what I think would be beneficial. And Jacine is so good. We know each other personally because I've taken classes with her, her classes, and I can reach out to her at any time and run something by her. Like, oh, okay, great. yeah, I suggested these three products and they've been using it for a month, but they're still, you know, needing some help or whatever and get mm -hmm. her opinion on how to move forward. Oh, that is great. Oh, that's wonderful. I will be sure to add all of this to the show notes that I provide afterwards. So everyone knows exactly um, how to contact you so that then they can look more into this brand. That sounds wonderful. Okay, that sounds great, too. Um, and just one other note, 
um, Jacine's interest and passion actually stemmed from the fact that, you know, she has three children and herself. Mm -hmm. um, between the four of them, they pretty much had every skin issue in the book. Oh. So Jacine, in her 20s, late 20s, I think, just went on this um, journey of studying skin and ingredients to help mm. her own skin and her children's skin. Oh, that's so interesting. Often that is the way that products are created. So um, with all that said, sorry to interrupt, but um, this line, because it's so hydrating and calming and gentle, it's perfect for children. And in fact, Rococo, Jacine, um, oh, I want to say a year ago, they came out with three products that are specific for preteens and teens who have clear skin or mild acne. Oh, okay. Um, so this isn't a three product line to address really severe. And it's a nice, just depending on what you're trying to target. Sure. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Okay. And then otherwise, besides Rococo Botanicals, there's lots on the drugstore shelves, for sure. Everybody has gone down that aisle. Right. Well, uh, I, I use Vanna Cream Gentle uh -huh. Cleanser because it's really, I mean, it was um, my dermatologist recommended it. And for yeah. me, it's so gentle that it's great for my skin because Perfect. I have rosacea and sensitive skin. Yes. And so do you think that would also, if they just wanted to grab something off the shelf, do you think that would be something that would be suitable for younger kids? Yes, I, I do. But my suggestion would be to just go as bland, as basic as possible for mm -hmm. for okay. this younger age. Mm -hmm. You know, like not nothing aggressively exfoliating like we talked about earlier. Maybe something with a little salicylic if they're having some acne issues. Something that seems like it's going to be stingy and burny and aggressive if, if right yes definitely um, okay. and then also I would have um, an esthetician confirm whether the product is comedogenic or not mm, okay which I'm always happy to do Jacine of course happens to keep up with all the latest ingredient mm -hmm. for, for acne and so I I keep printing out her updated lists of communogenic and grief. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So we can confirm um, whether a drugstore product is suitable. Right. Okay. In our notes together, you had mentioned um, something about diet. Yes. Just that sugar and dairy, you said you right. mentioned are common triggers. Right. Like for me, it was definitely sugar. Mm -hmm. um, the, the triggers tend to be very personal, but um, in my experience with clients, sugar and dairy are um, very, very common triggers for people. Um, and then lesser so, but also fast food and peanuts and chocolate. There's a long list, but those mm -hmm. are like the top. Okay. But so if, if someone is using a gentle skincare routine, but also eating all of these things that could trigger acne, do you think it would be 
better to examine the skincare or the diet. If they stopped using eating some of these trigger foods, do you think their skin would most likely begin to clear up like yours did? Yeah, I would say so. But again, um, I don't want to guarantee that. Everybody, it's an individual thing of what the trigger is for people. Mm-hmm. But these are the two biggest culprits. Well, but we haven't we haven't mentioned another culprit, which is the comedogenic ingredient part. Mm, right, so, that's true. Mm-hmm. So, so checking those ingredients. Um, but yes, if they're, if they're eating a lot of sugar and dairy, um, that would be the next thing to look at and do some experimenting like I did. One other thing you had mentioned, um, in our notes was eczema, that that's also something common for preteens and teens. That's right. And with eczema, dairy is usually not an issue unless the child has some sort of sensitivity to it, but sugar is almost always a factor with eczema. Now, that's not to say that if you reduce your sugar intake, it's going to completely um, disappear, but Mm -hmm. it may help substantially. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't ever realize that eczema and sugar had any relation because I did have some eczema back when I was um, you know, 14 years old or so. Aww. Yeah. And I had no idea that food had anything to do with eczema. I know sugar is in a lot of the packaged processed foods, mm-hmm. right? Yes. So that could also be, so a couple of other notes on eczema. Um, you want to use an effective moisturizer to keep the skin calm and hydrated. Mm-hmm. So again, something basic, nothing irritating, just, you know, nurture that skin mm-hmm. as much as you can. Um, and with eczema, I know this is a topic we'll talk about um, in a few minutes, but don't use benzoyl peroxide for mm. eczema in any percentage, even the mm-hmm. lower percentage benzoyl peroxide. Okay. Because um, it'll make eczema worse. Yeah, I would imagine because isn't it very drying? Yeah. That's definitely something important to note then. Yeah. Um, you had also mentioned that the rescue balm. Uh-huh. Yes. They have some good products for hydrating and, and calming, which is what eczema needs. So mm-hmm. one product called CPR, which stands for Calm, Protect, and Revive, mm. uh, which is which you can also use as a body type of um, cream. Mm-hmm. And then they have something called Rescue Balm, which is perfect for eczema. Interesting. Okay, that's great. So one question, let me bounce back to... Um, to acne and breakouts for teens, because that seems to be something that, I mean, I know when I was a teen and I would have breakouts, it was like your first response, you know, your first action is I want to, I want to pick my face. I want to get rid of this thing so that it could heal and be gone because it's so embarrassing. Right. So the real question that I think all youth need to know and understand is, is it okay to pick at acne? Does it actually make it better when they do that? Or what, what should they do if they have acne? 
pimples, blackheads, whatever. So if a child has blackheads or pimples or something more severe, unfortunately, they should do whatever they can to resist popping or picking. Mm -hmm. Um, I totally get it. I had acne too. And Mm -hmm. yes, I popped and picked and wanted Mm -hmm. it to just go away. Yes. Um, So I understand how difficult that can be. But your hands are the most germy parts of your body. um, And picking, unfortunately, can then cause infection. Can it make acne worse? Can it spread it? Yes. Okay. Because you're causing harm to the skin. Mm -hmm. And it can get worse before it gets better. And you may end up If you're really picking and scraping, you can end up with lifelong scarring and pitting. And it just further delays that natural healing process compared Mm -hmm. to if you just left it alone. Okay. But no judgment. I've been there, done that. Um, Mm -hmm. But you want to try to keep your hands off as much as possible. And what about things like those pimple patches or sort of ice or warm compress on like what what could they do and they know they shouldn't pick at it what's the next best thing to do then I'm I'm old (laughs) (laughs) so am I (laughs) I, I, I'm 63 so I'm not familiar with the pimple patches but um just hearing about them um they seem harmless so to Mm -hmm. speak Mm -hmm. Um, but whether they're effective, I don't know. You probably know more than me on that. But it seems if you're covering a pimple with a patch, at least it would help reduce picking, right? Right. What I've heard is that they, it's like uh-huh. a medicated patch so that it would, maybe it's benzoyl peroxide. I'm not sure. Right. I did look them up a while ago and I can't, I, that brings a bell that they have some sort of solution in the pad. And then ice, that makes sense to me, especially um, if it's a severe case of acne, that can be very soothing and Mm -hmm. calming. Um, Can it help to reduce inflammation? Like if you have large pimples, would it help to make them appear smaller? Um, it would definitely reduce inflammation and also some of the pain if it's painful. Yeah, these are great tips. Should we talk a little bit further about benzoyl peroxide? Sure, that would be great. Okay, so you have to be careful because if the percentage is high, mm-hmm. um, I can't remember what the percentage goes up to. But anyway, like like you mentioned earlier, it's extremely drying and hydrating and irritating, which is counterproductive to mm-hmm. taking care of your skin. Mm-hmm. And it, it can make acne or any other skin condition much worse. Okay. Um, but the 2% version on the market is actually good. It's it's not drying, dehydrating, or irritating. So that mm-hmm. would be what you'd want to look for if you want to experiment with a benzoyl peroxide. Um, okay, so the 2%. 2%, and it has a specific name. It's called Curoxyl 42 Benzoyl Peroxide Gel. Okay. C-U-R-O-X-Y-L, Curoxyl 42 Benzoyl Peroxide Gel. Can you get that just in the regular um, drugstore? I think so. 
Okay. I can't say for sure though, because I've never purchased it. Okay. But again, just a caution to not use benzoyl peroxide if you have both acne and eczema, because that eczema component is an issue. Okay. And there's other ingredients that can be used in place of benzoyl peroxide for eczema. Oh, okay. I've heard people put steroid cream. Uh-huh. Yes. Like is that, or... yeah. Is that recommended or would that be something that a professional like you or a dermatologist would need to prescribe? Yeah, I would say um, go with a dermatologist's suggestion. Okay. Us estheticians aren't, we're not at that level of recommending prescription drugs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or, yeah. Okay. Um, so I don't want to give an opinion on that, but a dermatologist could prescribe that if they think that it would be beneficial for the degree of eczema. Okay. Well, the next question really, I mean, we've kind of been covering um, a lot of it, but just <laughs> what are some of the skin challenges that preteens and teens may face and what can help? But I know we've talked a lot about some different conditions. Is there anything you wanted to add to this question? So as far as challenges, um, again, it gets back to practicing that good hygiene and establishing mm-hmm. that consistent routine. Mm-hmm. Um we talked about suggested strategies for adopting that regular re- regime, but it also might be helpful to have the child receive a facial mm, from, okay. a, from a licensed esthetician mm-hmm. with, with the parent's consent, of course. Mm-hmm. But this may be a fun way um, to show them the process of a routine. And uh, how good it can feel. Yeah, in just this completely relaxing environment. Yes. And it can also get them excited and enthusiastic about their skincare rather than a parent saying, you know, cleanse with this tonight. (laughs) Yes, right. Well, let me ask you this. I saw in your notes that you said, do not use a standard terry cloth washcloth, which can be too rough and irritating. Correct. So what is it? I mean... I know why we make soft flannel washcloths so that they, so there will not be any irritation to the skin. So terry cloth washcloths though, what kind of irritation can they lead to? Can they make conditions worse or why shouldn't they use terry cloth? Right. Because the, the terry cloth is more rough. Mm-hmm. So if you have acne lesions, it could, similar to picking or popping, mm. um, it could disrupt the lesions. Mm-hmm. And so again, making it worse, delaying that healing, um, possibly causing scars. And also if you have se- sensitive skin like you and I, mm-hmm. um, I was prone to rosacea and even to this day when I wash my face. Even just with my hands, my mm-hmm. face reddens up because mm-hmm. I'm sensitive. Mm-hmm. Um, but so something rough on just plain sensitive skin is going to irritate it and cause more inflammation. So, mm-hmm. well, let's, I really want to, before we go, I really want to touch on your skincare classes because like I said at the beginning, if I had had an opportunity to learn about how to take care of my skin when I was 
you know, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, I mean, really all through my teen years, I think it would have made a huge difference because I just did what my mom did and what my sister did. My mom would get, you know, bring products home from the store and we would both use them. Yeah. But I mean, they stung my skin. Yeah. And I mean, my skin type is very different than my other sisters. And so anyway, if I'd had a class like this that could offer some guidance from a professional, I think it would have been wonderful. So I just want to hear more about your skincare classes um, and hopefully people that live within your area there in the Portland area will Mm -hmm. take advantage of them and and contact you because I certainly would have. Thank you very much. Um, I know early on when I opened up my business, I I did some research on if anybody is offering anything like that skincare Mm -hmm. classes for for young young children Mm -hmm. um, and didn't see anything and I just thought I definitely am going to offer classes because you get back to the parent versus a professional teaching you and coaching you on how to take care of your skin Mm -hmm. and plus oh my goodness I just I love um, having the classes yes um, and just seeing their attention and Mm -hmm. their eyes kind of like oh that's very interesting yes yeah Um, and then I usually have them practice their little Mm -hmm. um, routine in my studio because I have a a bathroom in my studio yeah that is awesome Um, and if they come with friends or sisters I make sure to bring my um plush headbands enough for the group and then they can all like get into the bathroom and they're giggling oh, and they're, that's so fun. you know looking at each other and uh-huh. um so it just seems I mean for me very very satisfying and yes. um I just think it think it's a good thing to do so I offer two levels preteen um I consider age nine through twelve and then the t- skincare class 13 through 18 mm-hmm. and I divided them up not that it's so different to treat those two different skins but to have like a nine-year-old and then an 18-year-old in a yeah. class together mm-hmm. um, you know, want to be more basic for those younger children sure. versus the more mature teenage children yes, yes. so that, that makes that, perfect sense yeah that's the only reason why I separate them out that way. But mm-hmm. so for the preteen class, I cover the topics, um, and again, very basic in a language that they can understand, mm-hmm. um, the structure of the skin, um, the advantages of the oil on their face. Mm-hmm. Um, so insinuating that you don't the focus shouldn't be on getting rid of that oil because it's there for a reason and Mm -hmm. a good reason Mm -hmm. for the health of the of the skin yes and then going through different skin types and Mm -hmm. even at that age it it doesn't mean that everybody is just a sensitive skin there could Mm -hmm. be other issues Mm -hmm. um dietary suggestions introducing the fact that food could influence their skin Um, and then acne of course and then what would be a good home skincare regime 
Mm, perfect. At, at that age. Mm-hmm. And then for the teen class, we covered those topics as well, but in a little bit more detail. Mm -hmm. And then I also introduce exfoliation and sunscreen and discuss those two topics. Right. Okay. And the classes are about about two hours I like to allow just for Mm -hmm. extra conversation. And then I normally charge um, $75 per child. Okay. And about how many people do you think could fit in your studio? Oh, um, the groups have never been that large, but I would say um, a good max would be like five. Okay. My studio is spacious, but I wouldn't want it to get too unruly. Right. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, just too big. Sure. Yeah, but that's nice to know so that if there were groups of friends that wanted to come you know, and take your classes, they would know that maybe around five would be the the max. Yeah, around there. Yeah. Okay. I just think it sounds wonderful and, and so helpful. I mean, skin is such a big deal when, I mean, it's always a big deal, but particularly when you are growing up and trying to figure out how to do it right and, right. you know, how to take care of your skin. It just, it doesn't, we don't, just we're not born knowing how to do that necessarily so I think this just yeah sounds so wonderful and helpful and helping it to be fun like something that they can enjoy and look forward to and continue on doing at home right exactly and I just hearken back to uh when I was little and starting my little skincare routine, I was handed a bar soap, <laughs> you know, like an yes. ivory bar yes. soap. Oh. And that's horrible for skin. Compared to the products now that are so gentle and nourishing to skin. Like exactly. It's, just, it's come such a long way. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, what is the best way? So if they're interested in your classes or they want to follow you on social media or find your website, where, how should they get in touch with you? A few different avenues. My website, through that website, I have a, a, like a scheduler, um, which you can go in and you don't even have to schedule yourself for a treatment, but you can get a feel for all the treatments that I offer. Okay. And the prices, just Mm -hmm. um, for FYI. And then um, I do a little bit of social media. I'm not a huge Facebook person, um, Mm -hmm. but I am on Facebook. So it's, and then I have, I'm on Instagram. And again, I just, it's in a while. (laughs) Sure. Okay. Um, Mm -hmm. But that's at Sapphire Skincare. So the symbol at Sapphire Skincare underscore healing. Okay. And then my email, um, if anybody wants to get in touch with me for any questions or consulting Mm -hmm. or empathy, (laughs) yes, is patty, P A T T I, Mm -hmm. at sapphireskincare.com. Okay. And then my my text, my phone number is 503 332 0068. Okay. Well, that is wonderful. So if any of you are from the Portland area, I highly suggest reaching out to Patty because mm-hmm. the resource of the classes, even and if you don't have teens and tweens, you you do adult um, consultations and, yes. and treatments as well. So, yes, yeah. and and men 
and boys, mm-hmm. children. Um, yeah. Yeah, that is wonderful. I have lots of older men that, you know, parents of children and yeah. men that come in and they just love the relaxation on my table. Mm, having a facial or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds wonderful. Right. It, it does. I mean, it's surprising how some people think skincare mostly are just women, but we right. have a lot of male customers as well. Cool. And, you know, people who care about their skin and how it feels right. and looks and yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. So I just want to make sure people understand that. Oh, sure. Well, I will be sure I will list all of the ways to contact you. I will put those in our show notes. And I always, I like to create a blog post as well with basically kind of a transcript of what we've talked about and I will link to everything. So okay, uh, that everyone will know how to get in touch with you. Well, thank you. Oh my gosh, this has just been a wealth of information. And I think you and I both feel very passionate about helping particularly this age group, just giving them the resources that they need, because it's a tough time of life anyway. And when your skin starts acting up, it just can be so detrimental to, you know, your feelings of self-esteem and self-worth and right, um, for sure, you know, so I just think this information is going to be so helpful for so many people. So thank you so much for sharing all of your knowledge with us and for taking the time um, and sacrificing your your time today to be able to do this with me. Oh, of course. And likewise, Shannon, thanks so much for the idea. And this was a lot of fun and important as well, as you say. Well, thanks so much, Patty. You bet. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. You being here means so much to me. In order for us to keep making and sharing the best washcloths for sensitive skin, we need your help. Please keep sharing about our podcast and posting about our washcloths on social media. And be sure to tag us at Fairface Washcloths so we can say thank you. Our soft washcloths are a vital part of my sensitive skincare routine and for so many others, and I know they can be for you too. Shop our soft washcloths at fairfacewashcloths.com and our Fairface Washcloths Etsy shop. Thanks again so much for being here. Take care, and I will see you next time.